as you can see, I've got a forum application here. And if I reload this page here, you can see it takes a couple seconds to load. And that's just because this page is so complex that they have a lot going on in the background and it takes a couple seconds to process. Okay, not really. This page is actually just a simple example that is pretty easy to load. I'm just going to simulate complexity by sleeping for a couple seconds in the request. But anyway, you get the idea. Let's just say we have a complex page. And because this is the home page of a forum, it'll probably get a lot of traffic. So I want to improve the performance as much as I can on this page. And what I would really like to do is add some page caching like I show in episode 89. So let's give that a try. Now, if you want to test caching in your development environment, you'll first need to enable it by going to your development.rb config file and then passing true to perform caching and then restart your web server. And then we could add some page caching to this index request by just going to our controller and say caches page and then index. And now when we go back to our application, hit reload, it takes a couple seconds the first time, but then the next time we do it, it's instant because it's using the page cache. Now the way page caching works is it generates a static HTML file in the public directory. So here we have an index.html file, and this is what's returned by the web server directly as a static file. It doesn't even hit our Rails application at all when we load that page. So this is a completely static file without any dynamic content, so it's just a basically a snapshot of the page. And this is a problem in our complex page here because it has quite a bit of dynamic content that changes frequently depending on what user is logged in. For example, this welcome message here is very specific to the user, and now every single user that comes to our site, this homepage, will see the same welcome message, and they will appear as Ryan B, even though they're not logged in as that. So you can see that if we go back to our application, we can even click log out, and even though it does work, we are logged out, it takes us back to the home page, which makes us look like we're still logged in because it's serving that static file. So it seems like page caching is not the way to go for this uh, home page here because there's just too much dynamic content. So what other kind of caching could we use? Well, maybe fragment caching and just fragment cache the list of forums or something. But even that will be a big problem because we have edit and destroy links embedded in here and we only want to display these if the current user is an admin. So we have a lot of dynamic content embedded throughout this entire page that we want to change depending on what the current user's status is. So how do we cache this in an efficient manner? Well, we can still use page caching but we just need to extract all the dynamic content out of the static page and just load it back in dynamically through JavaScript. And that's what I want to show you in this episode. So for now, I'm going to temporarily disable the page caching and the sleeping just so we can get things worked out and tested first and re remove all this dynamic content. And then once that we have that working, I'll re-enable this so that we can test it out. And don't forget, you'll also need to remove that public index.html file uh, that's cached. So now when we reload this page again, we're logged out. Uh, let me just log back in here so we have the admin links. There we go. So now we have our admin links visible here. And uh, let's make work on making these uh, dynamic through JavaScript and extracting them out from the actual page. 
So here's what that forums index view looks like. And we want to handle the administration links, which are right here and right here. And you can see right now there's just a simple if condition. So by default, let's just remove the if condition and just hide the administration links. So we'll just do a style here, um, display none. And we'll do that up here as well. There we go. So now the administration links are on the page, but just always hidden. And we can see that by reloading this page here, our admin links are gone. And so we want, what we want to do is show these links again if the user is an admin, but do that dynamically through JavaScript. So inside of my forum index view here, I want to include a couple of JavaScript files to handle the dynamic content. And to do that, I'm going to use this JavaScript helper method, which is kind of a custom made helper method, uh, which you can find in my nifty layout generator, which I can link to in the show notes. Uh, this is basically just a way to include JavaScript files into the layout from inside of a view. So the different files I want to include is one is jQuery, because I'm going to be using that here. Uh, you could use prototype if you want very easily. Uh, the other file I want to include is kind of a custom dynamic file. Let's call it users slash current. And so this is a um, file which is going to trigger the users controller show action of my Rails application. Now this current part is just a ID basically of the user that we're trying to fetch. It could easily be anything we want. I'm just going to call it current so it's kind of self-descriptive because the user we're trying to fetch information about is the current user. So now when we reload this page here and check out the source, you can see that we're including a couple JavaScript files now. Uh, jQuery.js, which I already have downloaded into this application, but you might need to already, and user slash current.js. And this will trigger our users controller show action for the JavaScript format, which we haven't yet created. So let's do that next. So if we go to our users controller, we already have set up because we have a create action for registering a user. Here I want to add a show action, which I'm just going to leave blank, but I want to have a view here for JavaScript. So I'll just add a show.js.erb file in here. Now because this JavaScript file is going to be loaded at the very beginning, we need to make sure our DOM is fully loaded. And in jQuery, you just do that like this, document.ready, insert a function into here, and there we go. And so we want to check if the user is an admin. And then if he is, we'll just show all the admin content. So find the admin classes and just call show on them. So now when we reload the page, check that out. Our administration links are shown dynamically through JavaScript because we're currently logged in as an admin. So we need to do the same thing to all the other dynamic content that's based on the user as well. So uh, this user status right here needs to be generated dynamically through that JavaScript and also the flash message which sometimes comes up on this page as well. Now both of these are inside of our application layout file. And here's what that layout file looks like. As you can see, we have our user status and our flash messages. Now, it really helps since we are going to insert this dynamically through JavaScript, it helps if this is just all in a partial. So let's just move this all into one partial uh, and let's call it um, dynamic header. And 
And so we'll just insert this as our layout slash dynamic header. And we actually don't even need our partial message in Rails 2.3. So now what we need to do is hide this dynamic header on our static page cache version and then add it again through JavaScript. And so the way we need to do that is somehow conditionally uh, pass in a message to this layout saying hide this on our home page. Now it's a little bit hackish, but one way to do that is to go into your view file, like our index.html file here, and just to set an instance variable. And this will be accessible inside of the layout, which gets rendered after this one. So we could just say high dynamic equals true. And then inside of our layout file, we can check the status of that instance variable. So unless high dynamic, then we'll render our dynamic header. So now when we reload here, our dynamic header disappears, and so we want to add that back again through the JavaScript. So going to our JavaScript file, we can prepend the dynamic header into the container tag. So we fetch our container, uh, call prepend. And then so what we want to do is insert our uh, partial dynamic header partial into here. Um, so what we could do is escape the JavaScript and render our layout slash dynamic header. So now when we reload the page, you can see that inserts our dynamic header partial back into the page using JavaScript, so it's not really part of the static uh, page. So that's basically all the user-specific dynamic content we needed to extract from the page, so we can now re-enable caching and re-enable this sleep call, and let's give this a try. So now when we reload the page here, it'll take two seconds to cache the page, and then once it does that, it's going to be instant, and all the extra dynamic user-specific content is outside of the cached static page, so we can log out, our status changes, it hides the administration links, we can log back in, and everything updates and looks appropriate because it's all being reinserted dynamically through JavaScript. Now, of course, this won't be as performance efficient as true page caching because we are hitting our Rails application for the dynamic content that we return through the JavaScript. But hopefully you will see some performance boost because uh, we're only fetching a little bit of information from our Rails application. We're just hitting the user record uh, of the database and we can also add performance improvements in other ways, such as using Rails Metal like I show in episode 150. And there might be some kind of caching we can do on that JavaScript content as well. So a lot of ways you can optimize and cache things uh, through this technique. This episode is sponsored in part by Ego. Check your website stats on the go with this beautiful iPhone app. It supports a variety of services to gather number of visitors, feed subscribers, and more, all in one place. Check it out at ego-app.com. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.